the Starting Why podcast. Here we ask entrepreneurs, actors, investors, innovative, and artists on the why. Why they are doing what they are doing, what motivates and drives them, and why can't they stop. We will start in five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to Starting Why. John and I are here. I'm really excited to talk about um, getting back to work. Hello. First, I have to say hello, sunshine. I'm very happy to get back to record with you another podcast episode. Yeah, I'm super excited. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. And by the way, good evening here from Germany, because at the time we're recording, it's morning for you and it's evening for me. (laughs) I think we cover most of the world. (laughs) Yes, totally. We want to talk about getting back to the office. And from what I've seen, we do we do regular update calls, but I've seen from time to time that you are already back to the office. How does it feel? And is it the norm in the Silicon Valley right now? Probably not. I think, you know, the office where I'm in, we basically support the infrastructure. So certain people could go back to the office, but no, I don't think everyone could yet. And for me, I think it was a big impact at the beginning because I think, you know, they're just randomly one day we were told that there is a lockdown or you can't go out in the house or you can't go to work. So, you know, I have all my computers <laughs> in, the, in the office. And then I was actually meeting a, t- a deadline or a timeline. And then all of a sudden, I basically couldn't access to the office. So I was working from home from then. And, you know, I didn't have Zoom backgrounds. I didn't, I wasn't really prepared for it, right? Because I didn't have an office set up at home. I love your priorities. No laptop at home, but your first concern, oh, I didn't have a Zoom background. Dang it. <laughs> Yes, that was my first concern. I mean, it was my Zoom background. I don't know if you've seen my office. I actually have a, a setup, a recording setup in the office. You know, so I have a giant studio that is set up on the back of my window, like near my windows. So it blocks the sun and, you know, it also serves as a background. <laughs> Even though I'm at the office. So when so at home, I, I don't have official office, right? I mean, I basically just kind of worked randomly at different places, you know. So it was such a big change for me. So I was very excited to be able to go back to the office and, you know, be able to be in front of the computer in a more comfortable way, I would say. I see. For me, it was a little bit different. As our audience already know, I started out as an entrepreneur on January 1st, but admittedly already back uh, a few years ago when we moved into this apartment, we had one dedicated office-study-guest room. And that's basically where I'm working for, I do believe, more than a year now. Many people listening to the audio recordings of this podcast and my other podcasts will notice that I worked really, really hard on improving the sound quality, (laughs) and I hope it's getting better. But actually, I have to admit it, it makes you a little bit miss going outside, miss the office. What I 
miss especially is the opportunity to go somewhere, work with colleagues and stuff like this. And I right now don't have the option because I'm a single entrepreneur. It's, it's just myself, but I do believe it will get better pretty soon. On the other hand, it's also much more flexible if you work from home. So basically, you can start as early as you want. You can work as late as you want. You can take breaks every time. You don't have any like online meeting, online recording scheduled. I actually like that more. You can adjust it more to the needs of your life, basically bringing the kids in the morning to the kindergarten, making lunch, preparing dinner, stuff like this. Also, if you, on the other hand, have to work later, but but it actually turned out I liked it. It also turns out uh, you move around much less. You do much less walking, much less cycling, much less of everything. So I do believe everybody gained weight during Corona, right? Yeah, that's also yeah. something I miss. Yeah, and, and, and the change of scenery is change of scenery would be great, but I do believe I'll only get it like next year. <laughs> I think I've heard uh, stories of, at the workplace of different people who've gotten corona. So I think that it could be really dangerous if your coworkers or someone else has the virus. So, you know, maybe it is a positive that people get to work, you know, at home because there is always, you know, that risk. In Germany, corona actually really forced working from home, the home office to go mainstream. Before that, people could work from home if they're not like required to be there to work like firemen, nurses, people working in retail, you know, they had to be there. And everybody who could work remote, they just had to start working remote. The people just had to start organizing remote. And I think that is something that'll stick. And for many companies in Germany, They could not require people to come to the office is over. My understanding is right now, not many companies are actually forcing their people to come to the office. And I have not heard about any company which is forcing their employees to come to the office like five days a week. Yeah. If they're meeting at the office, it's like, My team is here Tuesday. Okay, my team is here Wednesday. My team is here da 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 da. That is currently the arrangements I'm hearing about, which is not too bad. You get to meet your coworkers, hopefully in a safe manner. Everybody vaccinated and so on and so forth. But at least you get some more social interaction than just Zoom meetings. Yeah, that's true. You kind of miss people since you haven't seen a lot of people. And I think it was a little bit different too. I am used to working remotely wherever I am. Like I work sometimes um, at airports, waiting for flights, you know, at hotels and, and whatnot. So I'm kind of used to that, right? I think the fact that you can't talk to different people and have that live interaction is, is really different. Especially if, you know, if your work involves meeting people or sales, you know, that involves it, physical interaction is a lot better than, than over Zoom. Yeah, I think so. Admittedly, I used to be a consultant before. And when I moved in here, that was like the first time 
in a few years that I had like something like a permanent desk where I could work. Before that, it was always there, 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 projects. In the office, you just take the next free space, the next free desk. And basically, that was the first time I could really have my own desk. And I really enjoyed that piece Mm -hmm. of home office. Being grounded, correct? Like being home all the time, being grounded, not having to travel from one place to another I think the stories of traveling is is a a YouTube video in itself, meaning, you know, sometimes you're in the middle of nowhere. You don't really know the place that well, but you're catching buses, transportation from one place to another, planes. I mean, I had situations where buses would, (laughs) there's no route. So buses would drive me to certain places to catch flights. (laughs) In the middle of the night. I mean, it's pretty adventurous, I guess. Yeah, I I actually had some very funny incidents also uh, when traveling, traveling internationally, traveling for work. That is a little bit part that I miss, but I do believe um, starting 2022, life mm-hmm. will slowly get back to normal and people will start traveling again. Even maybe at one point, it will become normal again to just travel internationally as it used to be before Corona. Yeah, hopefully it gets better. I mean, it sounds like there are different kinds of viruses and variants coming up or showing up and, you know, that are worse than before. So really don't really know how the state of it is going to be. But if you're going to the office or if people are going back to work, what are some of the considerations they should think about? Well, first for me would be get vaccinated. I've done it. Completely vaccinated. Check. Be safe. Keep your distance. Wear a mask when you're in closed rooms. No shaking hands. No big cuddling. Uh, wash your hands. Stuff like that. That would be something I would have on my list, disinfect your hands, something like that, that w- would have on my list. How about offices? You know, like I know that there are certain companies who have offices that are not offices, but they're like cubes and they're low cubes, right? Cubes with like little or no walls. What do you think about going back to work with offices that are structured that way? It's just basically a room and everyone is in there with no walls, you know, like they're not cubes even, right? They're just designed that the walls in the cube are low so that you can kind of see them. But it was supposed to encourage collaboration between people, but yet it has no privacy. And now with Corona is even worse, right? Because people are just really sitting right next to you with no walls or anything, right? So what are your suggestions for that type of environment? That's pretty tough to say. I know here in Germany, you as an employer have mm-hmm. to make sure to minimize the risk for your employees, like uh, giving them face masks, keeping the distance, uh, getting those uh, see-through walls up everywhere and stuff like this. If an employer doesn't react like this, I'm not too sure what to do. It really depends on your standing with your boss on the legal framework you're living in in Germany, in Europe, in UK, in the US and Canada, always different rules. Not really sure if there's a general answer here. Mm-hmm. Okay. 
I'm just wondering. I mean, I, I just found it super interesting. What would be your thoughts about that? Well, if I were an employer and I have cubes with low walls or no walls, I would just encourage the employees to stay home because it's a liability, especially. In the U.S., there may be workers' compensation laws, and imagine if your employees or you know contract the virus when they're at work. So I think it's just better that <laughs> your employees stay home. I mean, it's mm. not legal advice, but you know, I think it's just common sense, right? Yeah, I think everybody has to take care of themselves and the employees that they are as safe as possible. Yeah, and, and I think talent retention is really important in the United States. You know, there are statistics that show that a lot of employees resign from their jobs because the whole incident basically made us rethink about our life and our purpose in our life. And a lot of people basically resign and say, "Hey, this is not what I wanted to do." <laughs> so you know, I think if you're an employer. It's really time to pay attention to the people that work for you because they're your talent, and your company Talk- is good as the talent that you know in in your workforce. Talking about that, I was wondering, what do you think about the new rules of some tech and startup companies in the U.S. that want to pay? Differently, if you work remote only from different places, and your salary should depend on the place where you're living. Yeah, I you know in in the U.S., if you're from the Silicon Valley, home prices are really really expensive. You know, however, there are other states that are more cost effective in terms of you know cost of living. That's a very different you know very difficult situation, right? Because you know. People are really paid based on their geolocation and where they live. So, if you know, does it mean that everyone is going to pay the same world, you know, nationwide or even worldwide? I don't really have any opinion about that. I, I just think that that's going to be a really interesting item <laughs> to think through if you're an employer. You know what? I do believe that will be a step. The companies have to take back for at least the very high-performing employees because they'll basically relocate to wherever in the Midwest where they have a cheap cost of living. Maybe they're originally from there. They move back to their family, to their friends, yeah. and so on. And when they settle there, they basically hop around jobs until they get their old salary or even more. Yeah. I completely um, agree that it's just a little bit, and then a lot of people are forced to go visit their family too because of you know pandemic reason, right? Mm-hmm. Which makes sense because where would you want to isolate or hibernate? You know, would you hibernate alone at a place where you don't really know anyone, or rent is high, or you hibernate, you know, at a with your loved ones? You know, at a, at a place where things aren't so costly. So, yeah, I understand. Have you ever thought about what will be the medium to long term impact of that? What I'm thinking about is basically a lot of companies now can work 
or can hire a lot more people without to have them in one place, in one building, or uh, scattered across several buildings in one area. Do you think that will have a significant impact on something like the real estate market? I think so, but I think real estate market has always been up, right? Because I think there's enough people in the Silicon Valley. Like if, if you think about the Silicon Valley, we have enough Google and Facebook workers to keep house prices up. <laughs> For the reason. And the positive side of that is that that companies could retain talent everywhere in the world. So it just really doesn't have to be one particular place. So if your company is based in the Midwest, for example, right, you can have talent from Silicon Valley and other parts of the world. You know, mm -hmm. the, the companies do have to pay, you know, taxes, though, for their employees, wherever they're located. So, you know, that's a different story, you know, but I, I think, you know, it's almost, you know, that gig economy where people can kind of work anywhere they are. I've always worked in environments where the team is more decentralized though. So I'm mm -hmm. used to that kind of arrangement. Yeah, I gave it some thought. And actually at one point, people have been talking about the war for talent. I mm -hmm. think after Corona, after business picks up again, they'll go on global scale right now, at least subjectively speaking, if you're in the big cities, here in Germany, like Frankfurt, Berlin, Hamburg, Munich, Cologne, then you already have a lot of job offers to choose from. Mm -hmm. And I think they'll spread a little bit more digitally across the country. So important will be not necessarily your location, but the speed mm -hmm. of your internet connection. Yeah, true. That can influence real estate prices as much as a good train connection, I do believe. Or maybe even more. True. I've seen a few articles here. Uh, Google is redesigning their offices for remote work. Mm -hmm. And I do believe we already talked about the pay cuts, also like Facebook and Twitter. And I realized in another Forbes article that many places in the US, like Portland, Maine, or Boulder in Colorado, are becoming way more popular in places in Oklahoma. They're becoming yeah. more popular for remote workers. Would you relocate to Maine? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, sorry for everybody from Maine. I've never been there, but I actually want to go there. I, I heard nice things about the... the, 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 the Relocation and visiting is really different, right? I mean, I live in California and California is beautiful. The weather is always really nice. And I don't know anyone in Maine. I don't know how the situation is. California is really diverse. I'm not sure whether I would be killed if I were to go to Maine. <laughs> As an Asian American. <laughs> so that's different. And also the, the weather, I heard that, you know, the colors are really beautiful there in Maine. So it's a, it's a place where I would visit. I don't know if I would live there in the long term. That's what I meant when I say no, right? Because when you live in California, you're used to the weather, you're used to the diversity. And with diversity, you have different kinds of culture as well. So there's different events hosted by the city that embraces diversity and activities and 
culture and all that kind of stuff that you kind of want to live in an environment, you know, that I personally would like to live in an environment, you know, that basically celebrate everyone, right? So I'm not sure how main is in terms of that. And not to say that it wouldn't, just I just don't know much about it. <laughs> Neither do I, but I'm just checking something very important here. Jeez. I would be good to move to Portland in Maine because they do have an opera check. Yeah, yeah. Portland, I love. I've, I visited Portland. I loved it. You know, um, Portland has, it, and it's close to Washington. It's close to a lot of parts. It's also very diverse. The food is really good. So I do like Portland. I just have no, like, no experience with Maine, I guess. Mm -hmm. I've also seen that other places are pretty good for uh, remote workers. There was a blog post I found from farandwide.com. Some of the places are really surprising, like Medellin in Colombia, Prague in the Czech Republic, Ljubljana mm -hmm. in Slovenia. Sorry for butchering the name. The city is called Timisoara in Romania, Istanbul in Turkey, Sibili in Georgia, and stuff like this. So you can actually relocate all across the planet. And there was one of my personal favorites on the list in Portugal. It's really amazing. Been there, loved it. Really, really I nice need to place. Visit I need to visit Lisbon. Yeah, so that, I was it's to Portugal one time, it's, but I didn't get to go. It's really beautiful. It has a lot of very beautifully restored old houses. It's built on seven hills, like Rome, and it also mm -hmm. has Cristo Rey, statue of Christ, um, watching over the city on the other side of the River Tejo. Very, very nice. Loved it. Awesome. Yeah, I was also thinking about the implications what people our audience could do right now um to think mm -hmm. ahead meaning not necessarily look where you can relocate but as an entrepreneur think about the implications like the privacy laws the data protection and of course like always as physical security and cyber security so basically when you have an all remote team there is like a completely different set of topics you have to think about if you're running this company, if you own this company. Let me ask you a question. Do you think that employees should be required to show their vaccination in order to be able to go back to the workplace office? That depends. If they're really in physical contact, yes, it's safer for everybody. If they work remotely, I'm not too sure about that. Because you're basically not endangering your coworkers, mm -hmm. and then depends on your environment. But don't get me wrong; I'm totally in favor of getting vaccinated. I'm completely vaccinated, and my whole family, except for the children, is as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering because, like, if you go out today, especially in the United States, some of the places do require that you're vaccinated. So you have to bring your vaccination cards to different places so to show it to them. Mm -hmm. You know, so if you basically go to concerts, you, those are required. If you go to hospitals, they do require to see that in order to enter. You know, so I'm just wondering, you know, should workplaces require vaccination cards? 
here in Germany, it will be soon like this. If you want to go somewhere like inside of restaurants, like concert venues or something, you'll either have to show your certificate of vaccination. Mm -hmm. You have to show a certificate that you had Corona and, mm -hmm. and you're healthy again, or uh, you have to have a very recent test, Corona test that shows you're not infected. And those tests used to be completely free of charge under circumstances paid by the government. But this oh. paying for tests is also running out in the fall here. Oh, wow. Wow, here is free. You yeah, it, it, yeah. it used to be that way here as well, but that will end in fall. I think a few weeks after the government was very sure they could offer everybody vaccination and the people who don't want to have a vaccination then i think was the logic then they have to pay for the tests mm -hmm. got it got it yeah. but i do believe it was the recording is already a little bit longer than we thought um do you have like any closing thoughts wishes ideas whatever I just hope that everyone have a smooth transition to the workplace if you're required to go back to the workplace. And I do hope that you would take care of yourself first, even before the employer. Like if you don't feel safe about it, ask questions and wear your mask and protect yourself because your health is going to be the most important thing. Yes, totally true. Michelle, it was again a pleasure talking to you with you about the future of the world and let's meet again for another recording soon bye john bye